Yeah. So the number one question I have for you, Al, the number yep. one thing I want to know, we are nearly 10 hours into uh, yep. Ash Wednesday. Have you had any carbs? <laughs> have you made it 10 hours into kidding. Ash Wednesday? Listen to me when I tell you this. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Yes. I had carbs 10 hours ago. <laughs> like I got back from the either. Lakers game. I was uh, getting it in. Getting in everything I can before we hit midnight. <laughs> midnight hit, and I became Saint Sliwa. <laughs> well, Lady Slee what... sees you, and you're just surrounded by beer, a baguette, a potato. It just, and then you're just falling asleep amongst all the carbs Let, and the let's, Bible. Let's just make sure that you know that from this point forward, you are Saint Sliwa until you come off the carb wagon. That, that I'm going to address you as such. Uh, until you tell me that you've fallen off the wagon, that Saint Sleeve—it's the Travis Saint Sleeve. I need your help. Saint of radio. I'm here to—I'm here to help you. I am here to make sure that I—I I am not that guy that's going to push you in the wrong direction. I'm going to support you as best you can, but when it does happen, I expect you to be honest with me. Say, Trav, listen, had a little fries last night. Saint Sleeve is a sinner, and he's—he is—he has fallen from What's grace, that, and he What's is going to make middle sure of that he's doing just, potatoes. Just wait. Wait, this is why I don't go. In the middle I don't of like mass. to be quiet. I don't, that's why I don't like to sit there quietly and okay. stand up and sit down. Let me down say something and real sing. quick. And I hope the, uh, you know, the Vatican is not listening. But let me just okay. say something real quick. Man, they got to update these masses. I went to church on Sunday. Uh-huh. You got, guys got to update some things. You, you can't keep set, telling the same story from, you know, 600 years ago. We, we got 800 years. We, we need some. Get, get let's Let's use some stuff. You want that we can apply when we leave church into the rest of our week or to happy- start our week or something along those lines. You, you know what I mean? You weren't just happy with them changing from Latin to English like only 40 years ago? Or, you know, I think what I like about Mass too is I get a little workout. I go, to, I kneel, I stand, I kneel again. You know, it's, it just gets my uh, glutes going. I just, uh, I look at it as when we're still telling the same story from 500 years ago, I'm like, guys, things have changed 500? 2000? I mean, it's been been a minute. Before Christ. Like they say, the classics never go out of style. (laughs) As long as you have the right message, you could do it over and over again. So take me through it. You you did the Laker game last night. Yeah. Um, You do Laker post. Mm -hmm. And then you get home about when? Because it's got to be. I got home like 11.30 yesterday, maybe. 11.40. a 30-hour power car binge? Is that is that how it went? Maybe I was driving a little fast to try to get home, get in get in what I can. Um, what damage did you do? It, it's kind of funny, bro. I had really random things. Like, it's not like there was – I had a sandwich, okay? Okay. Which isn't all that random, but what was in it, it's like I was literally just grabbing whatever I can. Let's just say I'm not prepared to go <laughs> no carbs, but I'm also prepared – even the carbs that I had here were just very random things around the house. Well, I had a, okay, so bread on the sandwich is carby. So that okay, there you go. Well, no, the I, yeah, I got that. I mean, yeah. I threw some turkey and some cheese yeah. in there as well, okay. and blah blah blah, just whatever yeah. to make a sandwich. Um, there's a uh, listen. I'm a fan of uh, cereal. Uh, those are gone. <laughs> That's gone. So let me get in a quick. Get a quick little bowl of cereal before it's all said and so, done. So, so that's okay. over. Okay, but I got a question about the cereal. So yeah. did you eat it all so it's gone, or did you put it away? Did you no, discard it's still it? It's no, still, still there. So the yeah. temptation still exists. Yeah. The milk that's, is gone, so that's that's a good sign. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could pour a little, uh, I don't know, cream or water or whatever. I mean, if you if you get a real get some yogurt, some carbs, throw some yogurt in yogurt, there, and you just get a little granola bowl right that, there. That's a good way to go. So I had a weird day yesterday too because I didn't even realize it was happening until it had almost completely happened. Usually uh, on my way in, I'll get a cup of coffee or whatever, and usually before I leave the house, I'll have a piece of toast or something, something like that, just kind of kickstart the system, right? Um, I didn't do that yesterday, mm-hmm. and then we did the show. And then you and I hung out for a little bit. We, we chatted a little bit, so I didn't eat there. Then my son had a baseball game. I drove to the baseball game. I watched the baseball game. I did have a bag of corn nuts at the baseball game. And I realized after the game, and I went to a high school basketball game after that, that it got to be about 7 o'clock. I hadn't eaten anything all day long. So instead of just saying, oh, you know, I didn't even feel weird or bad or anything, Slee. But I realized, hey, you know, I haven't had anything to eat today, so that means it's a green light to go eat whatever I want for the next three hours. And I did more damage in a three-hour window than I could do in an entire day's worth of time. I was going to say, did you did you make up for whatever you of missed out I on? Of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. I, I, you know, I don't know. You're a Sprouts guy. They might not have this at Sprouts. But at Albertsons, they have these wonderful little things. They're these pink, uh, purple bags. Right, mm-hmm. it's a little purple bag of chocolate chip cookies that they make fresh in the bakery right there. There's probably I don't know maybe 18 cookies in the bag. I ate about half the bag, and I'm like, well, I didn't. How eat big are the cookies? Like regular, regular size, size like cookie? regular size. They're not the little mini ones. Chad, They're a Chad, regular size cookie. That's a lot of cookies. It was like only only like nine, maybe ten, <laughs> and, and, and and probably. I'm a, surprised a, you can do that. You and I have sat back, talked about savory or sweet. I can't have that many cookies. Did, did you Did you not hear what I said? I hadn't eaten all day, therefore it doesn't count. I can go do whatever I want. I, okay. I had a I had a poke bowl for dinner when I realized I hadn't eaten, and then I got home and I had nine cookies. It was per- perfectly normal behavior. Nothing you felt? To see here. Did you feel fine after after no, the cookies? No, of course not. I ate nine cookies. I'm in one shocked day. you can have nine cookies. Yeah, I, I really can't. Like I I can't that type. You know, how some people could sit back and they could eat a I don't know, a whole <laughs> carton of ice cream or something. I can't no. do that. No, I didn't think I could, but apparently I've got more uh, I got more stamina than I imagined. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, so before you came off the carb train and I had nine cookies, there was a Laker game last night. Yep. Um, it was kind of a weird night because after the night on, what was it, Sunday night, where they, mm-hmm. they played terribly and it felt like they kind of gave in and they got booed at home and they get blown out by 30 points to a bad It team. was awful. Sunday was really terrible. Different. That was terrible, awful. Yeah. Right? Last night wasn't that. Mm-hmm. They got off to a bad start. They felt, what was it, 20, 21, something like that? Yeah, I think 21. Um, 21, and then before halftime, they cut it down to 15 or something like that. Okay, so down by 21 in the first mm-hmm. half, 15 at the half. Um, but they came back in the second half, and they, they competed. They played hard. I thought they actually played pretty well against a much better team than New Orleans from a couple of nights before. And Dallas's record is it's better than average, but they've been playing a lot better since uh, since basically the new year. They've, they've been a pretty good team since then. And they hung with them. And 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 everybody was competing. It didn't it didn't feel like there was any lack of effort or fight or any of those things that you saw on Sunday night. And that's what made it that much more disappointing. Because even with all of those things, Al, mm-hmm. they still were terribly outgunned. That they, they had no answer for Luca at the end of the game. Luca was able to do whatever he wanted. He took over the game. He dominated the last five or six minutes of the game. He took it right to LeBron over and over and over again. And that was the moment for me. I'm like, you know what? It's time, man. It is just time to start thinking about what's coming next because this isn't ever going to work. And trying to build around this is not a winning plan. It's, I'm, I'm a little confused here because 
I'm, I'm confused why yesterday's game, you should be, after Sunday's loss to the Pelicans, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you felt a certain way. I, I mentioned to you, this wasn't, we were not having a conversation about um, if the Lakers can just execute this and execute that. It was, this squad gave up. This squad is, you might as well, I mean, if you got another one of those performances, you're going to justify that players are still playing for Coach Vogel. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I felt like, okay, this is the reality of the situation. Reality of the situation, you're ninth place in the West. But are you watching a game where the crowd was actually kind of rocking yesterday? Like, they actually felt like, hey, we actually have a chance to win this game. I don't know how many minutes were left, but maybe five minutes left. Lakers go up by six, and then Dallas goes on some type of a run. And like you mentioned it, Luka was going at 37-year-old LeBron James like he should because he's 22 and Bron is 37. It's not right. – and, and Luka didn't even have that great of a night. I think he had six turnovers. He missed free he did, throws. He did when he needed to. When, he did when, when he needed to. When, when You're it right. was time to win the yep. game, he won the game. And you know what Bron did when he needed to? He helped bring the Lakers all the way back, and I think they were out of gas by the time the fourth quarter came. I think that's fair. But when you say kind of blow it up, yeah, I, I, I get confused why yesterday's game because, was a game. Because why. it wasn't a lack of effort. Like lack of effort, you can say, hey, if we do this, they, they put their yeah. best foot forward last night, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good enough. They put that LeBron brought them back mostly because he got hot from behind the three-point line. He knocked down some three-point shots and kind of brought them back into the game. Some other guys got going. But the juxtaposition of them playing, and look, here, here's, the, here's the part that put me where I am. That's the best they can do, and it's still not good enough. That's why. The, the, their, their game against the Pelicans was not the best that they can do. Last night was about the best that you can hope for for this group. With, with what they had. Yep, with, with what they, they had, had. And, yep. and it's still not good enough. And, 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 and even, you know, I know that Anthony Davis is the wild card in this whole thing, but even with him, I, I, I'm, I'm out on that guy completely. I, I have no faith that he's ever going to be anything other than what he's always been. Um, and it's just, you know what, hit the button. Hit the button. Let, let, let's start What's thinking the about mean? what the, the, button the button is. Bring in the guys that you're going to have to move in the offseason and say, guys, what do you want out of this? Because we're going in a different direction. Let's see if we can find a solution that's best for all of us because I don't want to do this anymore. We can't do this anymore. LeBron James's best is not good enough. It's just not anymore. He's still a very good player, but he can't be the guy. We, we're seeing it. He's, they're 3-10 they're and 10 in their last 13, 2-6 yep. in the last 8 that he's played in. They're just not good enough, Al. And the idea of running it back again doesn't make any sense to me. Even if you change the peripheral pieces, this is just not a good enough team. It's time to go in a different direction. Well, the good news is you still have 21 games to, uh, <laughs> you know, to let it all sort itself out. Take yeah, a listen to this. Take a listen to this. This is Braun game, and I want you to listen to, because Russ had a similar quote. The questions are coming out, right? Like, hey, uh, season's over, right? Or, you know, okay, nobody's going to be that blunt about it. And you know you're going to get a certain response from certain players. But take a listen to Braun on why he still has some faith in the rest of the season. Until you stump me out, cut my head off, bury me 12 feet under, then I got a chance. So that's my confidence. Okay, Russ had something similar, you could mm-hmm. say, right? Like, and Russ did something yesterday that he hasn't done in a while, and I want to get into Russ in just a second. Russ was – he was kind of holding himself accountable, which you don't hear that often from Russ. You just basically, I, I got to be better. I got to be better. But I, I, the reason why I wanted to play that Braun, uh, that, that Braun sound right there, I think they're saying what they have to say. I don't know how much they believe it. I mean, look, Braun's one – I agree with you. Braun is – 
the guy has been in the NBA Finals ten times. He's won four championships, and he's one of the greatest to ever uh, ever play the game. So he probably genuinely thinks I'm one of the greatest to do it until literally it says we are scientifically, mathematically out of the postseason, whatever the case is. But I, I think a lot of it too is what else are they going to say, right? Like well, I'm not looking for them to say anything. I agree with you. I, this is what Westbrook would say. This is what LeBron would say. And I and I be, I believe that LeBron believes what he said that until I'm out, I always have a chance. I believe he believes that. What I'm saying is he's wrong. What I'm saying is is that regardless of what he believes, it's time to do something else. You need to have a come-to-Jesus moment with everybody involved in saying, we need to do things differently starting right now. And I'm not saying that you do something today or tomorrow, but you start having the conversations about what happens at the end of the season. What do you want out of this? Because we don't want to do this again. We need to go in a different direction because they did play well last night, and they still lost again. And they're far closer to being out of this thing than they are into this thing. It is it is over. And it's not just over now. It's over for the foreseeable future. So let's get started on the future so we can get to the back end of it. Well, I think, look, there's a, a – pro- I see what you're saying. What you're saying is, yes, I know there's 21 games left. Yes, I understand that you could make the playing tournament. Yes, LeBron is saying, hey, until I'm actually out, I'm out. If I understand what you're saying is behind the scenes, the front office is having conversations. Yes. Is what are we doing next season? I think yes. that's, of course, being had. And I think that's been, you know, that conversation has been going but, on. It, it, the, the picture has become more and more clear over the last 60 days, let's say. But I, I, I they're going to play out. And I think they're going to try to make this fight for the playing tournament. Sure, that's, and I think that, they're that's gonna, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to make sure everybody knows that no one's safe. Literally no one is above being gone at the end of this year. Not one single person in that organization should feel good about their status for the next season. And I'm not saying that you punish. I'm saying we need to start over. This doesn't work. It is over. And you're going to play the 21 games with these guys. They're not going anywhere now. But you need to turn the page, your mentality, whatever it is, and get ready for next. Because, Slee, and here's the next thing. This is arguably the worst season the Lakers have ever had. This is arguably the worst thing that they have ever put together. That's coming up next. Exciting. Yeah. An exciting list of badness from St. Slee. That's coming up next. Travis and St. Slee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
Got to go to Mass today. Actually, it won't even be Mass. It's like a you know, quick Ash Wednesday, kind of get in. Drive through Ash Wednesday? They yeah, just hit you on the forehead and you're down the road. That's it? It's a little Ash. What about in the COVID era? They just go, oh, you're blessed. Get on out of here. Go get more traffic. Let's keep, uh, keep it moving. That's kind of how it goes. <laughs> I do, if you say so. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your guys' word for it. It's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm excited that you have a list of worst seasons ever. I was not expecting you okay. to well, have here's a, the thing. a laundry list of it. Here's the thing. This, this A lot of this has to do with what are the expectations coming into this season, right? And I, and I think for the Lakers, and, and by the way, everything you just mentioned about blow it up and do all this and do all that, it's really, really difficult to argue against that. Like, if I'm trying to make a case for the other side of it, it's very, very difficult to make that case. They have not shown anything this year that would show you light at the end of the tunnel. It has not been, hey, when AD, Russ, and Braun play, they're 12-2. and two. You know, like, it's not like one of those. Like, we don't have anything that you can hold on to and say, well, if they're fully healthy or – there isn't any of that, Trav. Like, we've yeah. kind of gone through all those hypotheticals throughout the season. So, unfortunately, it's really, really tough to it's tough to grasp on something and, and play out what you just said. So, Emily actually brought this up. Look at some of the worst seasons the Lakers have had. Where, where would this kind of rank? Let me, let me go through, at least for me, since I've been a Laker fan for 30-plus years, whatever the case is. Okay. So, this one... They're not apples and a- apples to apples. So let me give you an example. Do you remember after Lakers won two, three championships in a row with Kobe and Shaq? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but I literally remember. I remember where I was, all that stuff. Lakers are trying to win four in a row. At that point, as a Laker fan, you're like, well, this is just how it works. You just continue to win championships. You don't actually lose championships. There was a game, Robert Ory, Lakers against the San Antonio Spurs. Lakers on the road in game five of the playoffs in San Antonio we're down like 20-plus points. They come all the way back. They, they're in the final possession, couple seconds left. Ori gets the ball, does what Ori does. You know what Ori does when you're down two and the game's on the line? He hits a three. Of course he does. Ori takes Big the three. Bob. Ball goes in and out. Lakers lose. They get blown out next game, game six. And I thought the world was over. I'm like, no, this is it. <laughs> Lakers didn't win four in a row. That, that Something is not right in the world. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's really look at it. They had a good season. Sure. They they were coming on, you know, the expectations of you lose to Tony Parker and Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it is what it is. The following year, people will say that Gary Payton, Carl Malone, I can't believe the Lakers didn't win at all. They lost in the NBA Finals. Right. Matt, Matt, or, um, Michael always tells a story. I can't remember. Maybe the 89 season. Lakers swept everybody in the first three rounds, and they had 10 days off. They had a lot of time off. Mm-hmm. And I guess Pat Riley started doing double double days, right? So you got, you're practicing twice. Two, two a days before the NBA Finals. That before the NBA aggressive. Finals. They had 10 days off. And, and I think in that span, Magic pulled a hamstring, or maybe it was worthy. But they didn't have everybody against the Pistons. They got swept. The only thing, th- this is... All those scenarios that I played out for you, those are in the NBA Finals yeah. or those are in the Western no. Conference Championship. Yeah. The only comp I could really personally come up with, that 2012-2013 season, Pau Gasol, Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant. I can make an argument that that was the worst season 
in my Laker history. And the only reason why I can make that argument, the problem is they were eight games above 500. But you lost Kobe for how long was Kobe out with his Achilles tear? Right. Eight months, nine months, whatever it was, right? Like just kind of looking at it from that perspective. They got swept in the first round of the playoffs. San Antonio swept them. The expectations were so high for the Lakers, and it was so bad. The problem with this year, Trav, you know they're two games out now from not making the playoffs and ten teams get into the playing tournament? Al, it feels likely that that's going to happen. I, I, yes, I do know that. And, and took off your glasses. You took happen. off your glasses for that. I mean Something business. happened. I, I mean business now. My, my glasses are now on my desk. I want it, glasses it, just <laughs> for that. Like I, I wish I had glasses just for that. Well, you can get them. That's a you could, strong move right you, there. You can do the uh, the fake. They could just be clear, right? They don't have to have a prescription in them. You could just take them off and use them as a prop. And you could be like an actor who's go, who's gone mad. Or sunglasses. Sunglasses <laughs> indoor. Can, there you go. Sunglasses is a good way to do it. Um, I look. I, I get what you're saying. The, the, those other seasons aren't within a hundred miles of how bad this has been. It's not even close, because like you said, lost in the finals. Had, yep. had something happen before the finals. You know, had put together a team that at least made the playoffs. This is a team that coming into this season has five players that are deadlock cinch players for the Hall of Fame. Five. Okay, you've got Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard. All five of those men are locked for the Hall of Fame. Kent Bazemore, bubble guy. <laughs> we'll see whether he gets in or not. You have a team that just two years ago won a championship. So it's not like they don't have yep. some track record of success. And it's not like they're underperforming. They haven't had – I need Laker fans to listen to me very carefully what I'm about to say because you this is just simply true. Turn down they your have, radio. They have not had a moment this entire season. Going back to the preseason, and St. Sliwa, you said this at the moment, that when they – how many was it, 0-6 in the, playoff, in the preseason? 0-6 in the preseason, you're like, Trav, that's got to mean something, right? I mean, can't, can't you just win one or two of these along the way? And I said, ah, it's preseason. They'll be fine. And the fact of the matter is there hasn't been a single week, certainly not a month, certainly not a stretch of eight games, ten games, 12 games, where you say, you know what, they're figuring it out. They're getting better. The entire season has been a debacle. It's been bad from the preseason until last night against the Dallas Mavericks. And this isn't – look, they've had bad teams. When they're drafting second overall, those were not good teams. But there was no expectation. You'd have an expectation. Right. This team yeah. was supposed to go to the finals. This team was supposed to win them a championship. When we go, when we were in media day, Al, how excited were we? How excited were we to be around that, to see all those guys the same? We're like, wow, look at all these. This is amazing. It's been a terrible season. You know what's funny? When you say that about media day, I thought about that a couple times because when you had, it was like, uh, Trev, you know Carmelo's just walking up here? Hey, <laughs> do you know Russ is on the Lakers? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dwight, him less. Dwight, du- for sure. Dwight, Dwight LeBron, was- AD. But even listen, listen. You even say you less. Do you know how excited Laker fans were no, 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 to no, get no, a chance to have? I'm talking about Russell Westbrook less. I was less I know. excited to see him. No, no. But I, I, that's what I'm referring to. I'm talking about Russell Westbrook. You might have been not that excited to see him. Laker fans were excited to of just walk into a season of thinking they were. this dude's from LA. It's Russell Westbrook. Yes. you got to. He's going to be the third best player on the team. And when I, you know, this kind of dawned on me yesterday because I was going through the standings when I was doing the post-game show. The This is where, before the second half of the season started, I hate calling it the second half, since the All-Star break, Lakers are 0-3, okay? 
before the All-Star break, Lakers and Clippers were both right at that eighth seed. Yep. Okay? Clippers have now won four games in a row. You can basically call tomorrow. If they lose again tomorrow, the eighth seed, forget about it. By the way, you don't might not even have to have that be the result tomorrow. The Clippers already have a four-and-a-half game lead on the eighth spot. Why yeah. is that semi-important, whether you want to call it important yeah. or not? Yeah, go ahead. It just, what it means is you now are going to be stuck to either 9, 10, or 11. That That's what it is. And mm-hmm. if you're 9, you got to win 10 in a row. If you're 10, you got to win two games on the road. And, and where are the Blazers and the Pelicans? Lakers have the second toughest schedule in the NBA left. Pelicans have the 20th toughest schedule. Blazers have the easiest schedule left in the NBA, and they're probably going to try to lose more games than win because they want to get into <laughs> the right. lottery. You're but, right. But what, the reason why I explain it that way is – we could be sitting here two weeks from now saying Lakers are in 11th, and it should not be a shot well, by any and, stretch. I, and and I'm, you're right about everything you said, Al, and, and I get where you're going with it. I just don't think it matters at all. I don't think 9th, 10th, 11th out. It, it, it's a bust. Think about everything else we were talking about. This yeah. was not a, hey, can we get to 8 and we don't have to go on the road? To, come on, man. Yeah. This, was, this was a team that was supposed to be a top seed or in the finals, at the worst, the semifinals. This is a bust. I don't care what happens okay, I the rest of the way. I, I don't care who does this, that, or you're in this, is having their, the Pelicans. This is a catastrophe, and they need to move on from it. They it, need to move on and pretend that this is already in the rearview mirror and start preparing for what's next. If, let's just say, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook okay. were healthy all season long, where do you think they'd be in the West? Because I, I, I think it would be different, but I still think it would be one of those where we're sitting here saying this is, you know, this off. Would they be seventh? Like, would it be something like that where they're five games above 500? Six games above 500? It's a great question. It, you know, it, it, it's such a good question. I want to think about it for a second because I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're good. But the question is how bad? Or if, if the question is almost not how much better would they be, but are, how, how bad are they still? I think I'm, it, I'm it, curious kind of because it, right? be, I'm curious because even if they had everybody, and that's been part of the you know excuse was okay they didn't have everybody okay, but you could put that to the side. If they had everybody, are they five six games any better than so. five six games over five hundred? I think they're probably about a five hundred team because you said it yourself a minute ago. There, it's not like in the I don't know how many it is the fifteen games where they've all been there. They went twelve and three, or even ten and five, or even you know nine and six. When they all played, they were still bad. They it, were something like that. I think it was like nine and seven. Something but like they, that. okay, but nine yeah. and seven—that's a five hundred squad. Yeah. That's that's yeah. not a good team. That that's not what this was supposed to be. This this was a failure. And and I'm not saying it wasn't worth a shot, but I'm saying you you took your shot and it didn't work. And now it's time to pretend you didn't do the shot and start over again and figure out what you can get for what, see what else is out there. And I'm not saying that everybody's got to go. I'm saying that you need to explore every option. You need to really think about, because if you went to LeBron, let's say this, and I know that LeBron is going to have a major say in how all this plays out, and he should. But if you went to him and said, listen, we're not going to be able, we're, we're, gonna, we're, not, we're not where we need to be next year. What do you want to do with this season? Because I, I can't imagine that LeBron James has any interest in being a part of something like this again. I can't imagine that that intrigues him on any level. No, go against what he's, you know, right. what his goals are. You, right. you listen, so, what, are, what are his goals before his career ends? Play with his kid, win another yep. championship, score more points than Kareem. Those are the three, right? Th- those are the three things, and a championship isn't coming to him in L.A. It's, it's just not. They don't, have the, they don't have the moves to do what you would need to do to make this a championship team next year. You can do the Kareem thing. 
Probably not going to do the, 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 the brawny thing here. So let's talk about it. I'm not saying you got to move him down the road. I'm saying you got to have the conversation with him. you got to ask him, what do you want? Because we need to start restocking the cupboard. We need to start getting ready for the next big free agent because we don't have one on the roster right now. You're 37 years old, 36, going into year 20. we got to have that conversation with him today, tomorrow, soon. Because just saying, well, we got 20, well, maybe we can get to the 10. We don't, we don't know. Who cares? That's not what this team is about. you got to be better than jockeying for seating in the I, I think, round. I don't think you have to worry about those conversations being had because, like you said, it's not like Braun is sitting back and saying, hey, this is this is what I'm looking for at this stage of the career. He's still putting up good numbers. He's still a fantastic player. He wants to obviously still compete while he can. All right, so Rob Manfred has two things. He canceled some series, and he's working on a short game. That's coming up next. It's Travis St. Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Have you tried it, Al? Have you tried that front seat of the Uber yet just to see how it feels on you? Just kind of give it a shot? I've not done it, buddy. You should do it. Just give it a just, – just try it one time. You may you may have discovered that you like it. That's like broccoli, right, that you don't like it as a kid, and then there's a little bit on your plate one night as an adult. You give it a shot. Oh, yeah, that's not the end of the world. I, that's I what I'm going like to do. That. Tell you what I'll do. I won't go sit in the front seat, but I will lay down in the back seat, and I'll put the windows down. <laughs> feet out the window. And I'll put my feet out the windows. <laughs> that's – I would I would sign up for that. I, I, I'm here for that. I, I support you completely. ESPN and then I'll put my hands back behind my head and just start telling the guy, like, personal stories. <laughs> therapy. Uber yep, therapy. Like, this is what's going on in my life. You should put your feet up through the two front seats, like on his middle console where the gear shift is. Just, just kind of put them up through there. And as Only if things- you're sitting in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I could, I could, I could hold your feet up and just make sure that you're nice and comfy. You could tell them, you know, I had this very traumatic incident when I was in the fourth grade. This teacher yes. was very mean to me, yes. and I've never been able to let it go. And hoping you could help me work through it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by uh, Progressive Insurance. So, um, I still think that we're going to have baseball sooner mm-hmm. than later. I still think that we will have very close to a full season. But yesterday was kind of one of those times, like. Oh, okay. I guess maybe we're going to trim a, a few games. The first two seasons, our first two series of the seasons yesterday, yep. Al, got uh, canceled, at least right now, by uh, Major League Baseball. Rob Manfred pulled the plug on those, and it feels like they're digging their heels in, and we may be here for a minute. So, I, th- listen, you and I, th- there's only so much power that you and I have. We've said this before. Um, Emily just sent us an article of looks like there's 20 people outside the main uh, – uh, out in New York, the the main offices out in New York. So, obviously, there is not this – the owners know what they can get away with, and they really don't care. So let's not pretend like I, – I, I can't sit here today and try to make an argument, even if I say that's BS from baseball. How can they possibly do this? But th- this is what I can use this can I, microphone Can I stop for. you real quick? Because I, sure. I, I literally just want to ask you a question. Yep. When you said we only have so much power, 
I would love to know where we have any because I'll, as, I'll far, you, as far as I can tell, we have none. This is the this is the only thing that I can do. All I can do is have a microphone in front of me and just point out a couple of things. Okay, so if you're a big Dodger fan, let's do let's just use a Dodger fan as an example. If you and I just kind of sat here today and we just said, ah, is what it is, no big deal. They're going to eventually play the game. How many games the first two series are supposed to be at Dodger Stadium, right? I think yeah, that was uh, – That's right. So, and and that's, a, that's a big deal for a lot of people. Somebody who buys tickets to the opening weekend, sure. opening series, that's kind of an exciting thing. I'm sure there's a lot of families that decide, hey, spring training, man, I got to be this close with the Major League Baseball players. Mm-hmm. Those are memories, and I'm sure you have, you've had those memories your entire life. But some people actually went out of their way – and they planned for that. That's sure. that's something that you genuinely thought, I'm going to take my son, I'm going to take my daughter, I'm going to take my family, something like this. How about this? Do you know that there's 2,200 employees at Dodger Stadium? Okay? And if you break it down, you know, some of those go to parking, some of those are concessions, some of those are every single day that you close down Dodger Stadium, this is affecting people who are in Los Angeles, it's affecting their livelihood, it's affecting how they put food on the table. That's the only way I could use the microphone is you should feel a little pissed off. Not because you didn't get a chance to watch Kershaw. Not because you didn't get a chance to see what they do in free agency. You should be pissed off because billion-dollar owners don't care about the trickle effect. That's the only only thing that I'm mentioning right there. 24,000 people are all the stadiums, the amount of people that work in each one of these stadiums, concessions, parking, and everything else. It affects those people. So of course it does. if people don't care for that one week, that's fine because they're not watching their baseball team. People's livelihoods do get affected by these idiots who are incredibly greedy. That's all I could say. I, you're right about all of that, but we just don't have any juice to change it. That, that's my point. And because here, here's the bottom line, and I feel awful for all the people that you just mentioned. The guy that is you know, working uh, cons- Stand the guy that's working the parking lot, the guy that's an usher. That all of these people that work in these it's games. It's just the reality. It, it's the reality. It, it, yeah, it's and, and I really do that because that's money that they're not getting back. It's not like okay, well, we're going to cover you for those seven or ten or twenty or fifty. It's gone, and they're going to have to go find other employment or just go without. And it sucks. Here's the rub, though, and this is what the players know, and this is what the owners know. When it does come back, and it will. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe it'll be in two weeks late. Maybe it'll be two months late. I don't know. It's coming back. It's not like Major League Baseball is going to go away forever. Sure. Yep. I'm going to be there. And so are the vast majority of other people because here's what it is. When somebody calls me and says, hey, Trav, I got a couple of tickets to the Dodger game on Wednesday night. You want to go? Yeah, I, I do. And And while I'm upset that the guy that's the usher went without, I like baseball. I love baseball. I want to see it. It's a great night out. And I'm not going to – well, Rob Manfred is a jerk, and he was practicing his golf swing in the middle. Of, so, no, I'm never – no, I like going to baseball games. And I think the overwhelming majority of people feel the same way. And the reason I know that to be true, Al, is because they've done this so many times, and baseball continues to go on, and it continues to th- – I, w- I want to read you a quick quote. This is from – David Sampson, who used to own, or used to run the Marlins in the Expos, mm-hmm. and, and its quote says, I know the learners are very rich people, but the Washington Nationals lose money more years than they make money. It's such a lie. It's such a lie because they, they don't. What happened? You, you you can show me on a spreadsheet. You know business words. I can create a document. So I actually lost money on this deal because I can move this amount of money over here and cause it's a bit blah, 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 blah. Put the teams up for sale. They're always sell for more than the guy that bought them for. 
The second a team goes up for sale, there is a line of billionaires around the block trying to buy these mm-hmm. things. And those guys did not get rich by being real stupid and buying things that lose a bunch of money. Okay? So we can say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. I can get 10 of my friends and we can go stand around out front of Major League Baseball. We can make fun of Rob Manfred for practicing his golf swing. The fact of the matter is, baseball is healthy, it is thriving, and they know that no matter when they come back, we're coming back with them. Travis, there's a guy that I do a show with from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Monday through Friday. He's a very smart guy. Okay, yeah. He one time said, both things can be right. You're not wrong what you're saying. No one's arguing to you that these billionaires know what they're doing. No one, Listen, they're going to squeeze the players. Why? Because they can. They, no, nobody's arguing any of that. And when you said, well, we don't really have the juice to do anything, you're probably not wrong on that the either. The juice is not to go, and we choose not to exercise but, that but, juice because we like it. But the juice that you and I, this is the, if, if you and I just have a little bit of juice, you mm-hmm. know what we could do? We could use the microphone to just say, it is complete BS. And you know what? You, you know how you of said this? It is. You, you kind of pointed something out. You, t- you talked about how you would go to a game tomorrow if somebody offers you a ticket. And you're, you're probably right. Most people would. But at the same token, you know, you, you have this, just kind of look at where we are today. Just kind of where we're sitting at. You got a freaking war going on across the globe. You have people who have been locked up, COVID, you know, for, for so long. And now all of a sudden some of that is, is starting to come back to play. I just, the, the, how how blind they are to seeing where we are in the world and what's happening and how they could be uh, a united front and how they waited three months to start negotiating. It's just all kind of so stupid to me. It, it might is. not leave a bad taste in your mouth. But i got to be honest, the more, the more I talk about it, it leaves actually a taste in my mouth where – if somebody said, hey, do you want to come to Dodger Stadium? I know I'm not going to be the difference. I'm going to make their billions anyways. Yeah. It bothers that's, me enough to it. say – it bothers me enough to just kind of be like, yeah, maybe I have a little bit of hesitation. Yeah, I, look, I'm not saying I don't have a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not saying that I'm just, eh, well, whatever, let me know when it's gone and I'll come back. It bothers me too. But I also know that, you know, we can say what a, baseball is popular. Baseball has – especially here in L.A., the Dodgers are going to draw 4 million people. The Angels are going to draw 3 million people. They're going to get people in those buildings because we like it. And they're counting on our own inability to punish ourselves, right? I like baseball. Do I like the owners? No. Do I think that the players are on the right side of this if we're talking about just the straight negotiation? Of course. But when they play, I'm going to play. And I'll swallow that bad taste. Because I want to go watch Clayton Kershaw pitch. I want to watch Mookie Betts run the bases. I want to watch Cody Bellinger hit home runs because it's fun. I like it. And that's the, until until I can not like baseball anymore, and yeah. I'm not just talking about me specifically, yep. baseball fans, until we say, you know what, I bleep those guys. I'm yep. out. I'll go watch high school baseball. I'll go watch college baseball. I like those things too, but I, Major League yeah, Baseball go, is one of one. Go get those employees back at Dodger Stadium and these Sucks. other these yeah, other. I, I feel terrible. That's for the best way guys. to put it. Like it, that, it's and how about the out. the writers, the journalists? I know they, they don't care. I know yeah. they don't care. They, they've they've made it very apparent that they don't care. But we can also call them out on it when we have the opportunity. All right, we talk more about the uh, the the lockout and whether or not we're ever going to see these guys care about something other than the bottom line. I'm I'm, I'm skeptical at best. Ashley coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
So, Al, this is typically where I'll ask if you want to do a phone or a tweet version of this, but we're still we're still in a bit of that um, purgatory of, of technical issues. So sit we're not in your car radio, go sit in a parking lot, and listen to the freaking show, okay? Let's go old school. Maybe if you have my personal cell phone number, you could call me. I could hold it up to the microphone. Put it on speaker. And, uh, yeah. we, there you go. We could put it on speaker. That's the way to do it. We need I, a transcript of the show, and we'll put it up on Twitter. <laughs> Remember it's the whole that, show. Remember that. If you'd like a transcript of this copy of 60 Minutes. They still the do hell, that. Whoever no, they, ordered that. Let me tell you something. They still do for a lot of these, um, for a lot of the games, right? So at the end of the game, post-game show, there'll be a transcript of what each individual said, and then the writers then can use all those quotes and everything. So it's still being used. That feels incredibly antiquated. All right, this is a new person, and I always love a new person in Astley. This is from Dan, and Dan writes, hashtag Astley. You and Lady Slee are getting married in Vegas. One morning, or I should say on the morning of your wedding, you and the guys decide to go play some blackjack. Later yep. on, it's time to get ready, but you're up 300000 and you keep winning. What do you do? Do you go get married, or do you, continue, or do you keep the hot streak going? Bro, you're up three hundred k. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep winning. You're not going to leave, are you? You're leaving. Yeah, you got to leave. I mean, what, what are you going to uh, Traffic. What are you gonna do? I mean, you're up three hundred. If I'd have told you, hey, you're gonna be up three hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars, are you calling it a day? Yes, I'm calling it a day. Let's if go. Uh, by the way, why there... am I getting married in Vegas? What am I? Was this <laughs> hangover? <laughs> Who knows? You know, some different strokes for different strokes. Our folks, I should say. But in this scenario, if I'm understanding Dan right, you yeah. can't you can't miss. Everything you do is working. Every time you make a bet, it hits. What would you do? And, I would maybe text her and say, is there any way we can push this a couple hours? I, sure. I, it's kind of rolling a little bit. Just let her know what she's getting into from the jump. Just let her know that this is the sort of marriage that we're going to have. That Listen, I'm trying to look out for our future exactly. and investment <laughs> in our family. And, and then a couple hours go by. Hey, so how'd it go? Up yeah. 80. Yeah, easy come, easy go. I'm up 80. I lost <laughs> 220 in those two hours. <laughs> Easy come easy. You know, I'm trying to get the uh, tuition scored. Okay, wait. I, I got a quick question for you. Let's stay with Vegas for a quick second. Isn't that the funniest when you, like, you go to Vegas? I don't play. I, I can't remember the last time. I'll play a little bit of poker. But isn't that funny when you're up at a casino? And it's like, hey, get this guy a drink, huh? Let's get it. What are you thinking? You hungry? Come take a seat here. Let me grab you uh, Let me grab you some food. And then before you know it, here's a free hotel stay. Why don't you stay a couple of nights here? Relax. Before you leave, they got it all back. I, I hate gambling, and I can't do it because I stink at it. And I did, I'm greedy to a certain point. Just losing $5 hurts a thousand times worse than winning $5 feels good. How do people play slots? How do you just sit there? The algorithm. It's got to be. Oh, my god. It's the algorithm. Jacob in OC says, hashtag Ashley. This is great. Why do people who know the least know it the loudest? (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Jacob. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It kind of, I think, kind of falls to me more of people who are louder to make a point on something, even though their point isn't really... (laughs) You That's ever hear exactly somebody, right. like, they, they start exactly getting right. louder to make their case, and I'm like, yes. the volume of your voice is not making your case any better. <laughs> yeah, make better points, not loud, not, not the same one more loudly. I, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm curious if this one's going to land right for you, Slee. This could go either way. This is from Dave in San Clemente. Has Slee ever said, pick me out a winner, Bobby, in an adult softball game? 
won't land. It didn't. It didn't land. I, I thought it, it was a 50-50 shot. That that's from the natural where Robert Redford tells the little chubby bat boy, "Go pick, go pick me out a winner, Bobby." After Wonder Boy gets uh, broken on a swing. Okay, I have a quick side story. When I used to work at Kennedy Recreation Center down in El Cajon, California. Okay, yes. this was in high school, part of college too. Running part the of the gig program. Part part of the gig. <laughs> part of the gig was I think it was every Monday night you had to score keep softball games, right? Okay. So these, there's these softball leagues that are going on, and you've got to go out to another park, whatever it is, and you score keep. Bro, those things were serious. <laughs> People took softball games underhand. You know, <laughs> they took it so serious. And I don't know if you were ever in that world. Did you ever do softball? Um, I've played a few times. I, I don't really care for it all that much. Yeah. It, it doesn't scratch that competitive itch. But you're right. When All you need to do is see a 40-year-old man go headfirst into second base, and you know that this is not for me. Like, I, I am not here. I'm here to have a few beers and hang out and tell some stories. I do not oh, you see injuries, try. too, left and right. Exactly. I'm like, bro, stop running so hard. Yeah, so and I, I'm, I'm kind of a little disappointed that the natural one didn't land, but I thought I'd give it a shot. Uh, John in Huntington Beach, preferred on-the-go breakfast. Acai bowl, parfait, or oatmeal? Hashtag Ask Sleep. Um, are these all carb friendly too? Uh, Most no. of them are, I think. Oatmeal's not. No. Parfait's got the, a lot of sugar in it. And acai, acai bowls, they put the granola in. Yeah. Right? They put yeah. that in. Those bowls are amazing, bro. They're pretty good. You go to a good one. What's the place? Uh, Juice Crafters. Bro, you go to a good one. Those things are amazing, and they top it out. You throw bananas in there. You want some peanut butter in there. You want—I mean, you put whatever the hell you want in there. Uh, but I would go with one of those bowls if I got to pick between them. Yeah, oatmeal is kind of one of those down and dirty things. When you got to have it, it's fine. But it's not—it's not something that you're going out of your way to get. And the parfait—that's like eating ice cream. Even if they've got the yogurt in there, but the fruit yeah. and the little drizzle—that's a—it's a little decadent. How uh, how are you doing with cookies. your how are you doing with your tweets um, going through all the other all the other tweets that you're getting. I don't understand the question. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. As you're looking for ass sleaze, are you yes. getting 500 other messages about other things? Oh, I'm getting a few where's the streams. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting That's a, what I'm saying. a few That's hundreds what I'm of those. Saying. All, all of those are just piling in right now. I'm like, where are the ass sleaze that you're talking about? I don't even see one. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to I, I know how to execute Asksley. I don't have a lot of skills in my life, but I do have that one. Uh, John, again, if you have any produce item in your basket, do you automatically skip the self checkout no matter the length of line because you don't want to look up the item on the screen? Hashtag Asksley. I'm better at this. Okay. In the beginning, I was very intimidated. Right, like you get one thing of produce or anything that does not involve the skip scan barcode real quick. Now, bro, it's no problem. Let's don't. What do we got? A pear in here? We got a peach, an apple. It doesn't matter. I'm going through the whole thing. You're you know offering what? other customers help. That melon's organic, right? That's number 2426. Yeah, you, I'm you saying it's not organic. If it is organic, who's checking? That's what somebody. That's so funny you say that. Somebody. I'm living like, the no, life over here. You definitely do produce on the self check because you can get your organic produce at non organic prices. So you can go save yourself. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get arrested cents. at Sprouts because <laughs> the pear was organic and I said it wasn't. Fuck exactly. One more here. Uh, hashtag Ask Slee interlocking or overlap. Is this another natural thing? That, that, that This is another fit? Because I gave you a golf one before, and you nailed it. So you're going interlock. Yeah. There you go. See, yeah, you, I'm going interlock. 
I'm getting the sense, out that you are a sneaky golfer. That you, you say you don't play very often, but you know all the terminology. You know the grips. You know the different shot shapes. That I have a feeling you know more about this if, than you let on. Well, no, no. Let, let me tell you something. If you and I played golf once a week, uh-huh. I'd be okay at golf. I mean, like, the coordination is there. It's just I don't play a lot. I don't play. I, I literally don't play golf. I, I maybe play once a year, twice a year at the absolute most. You just got to play it more. I don't play it. I don't play it enough. No, when I saw you take your swings at, um, at it was the, ugly. The golf term, no, it wasn't. That, that, that's the whole point. It wasn't. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Because you told me you play once a year, I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. And it wasn't. I was p- very pleasantly surprised. I can copy well. It's just I don't know where the ball's going to go. <laughs> well, who does? Uh, one more here because I feel like I need to do this since the phone isn't working. Yep. What up, party people? Does Mike Budenholzer look like? <laughs> but this actually is from Francis. Which is in more shambles, the Lakers or the ESPNLA stream server? Hashtag Ask Slee. Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> right now, currently – at the state of it's the ESPNLA streaming service because the expectations for the Lakers before the season started and our streaming service, we were not supposed to win <laughs> awards for our streaming service. We yeah. were supposed to win a championship if you were the Lakers. So I think the streaming service right now is more of a shambles in greater shambles i think more and more in shambles Sh- yeah. shambles is a hard word to conjugate let's let's disaster disappointment let's do me a favor do me a favor for whatever's going on with the streaming service this is just my personal opinion taylor there's a room back there that's usually locked they don't want us in there okay go back there's a few cords maybe a few hundred cords pull a couple try a couple of things out <laughs> you know bring a pair of scissors and pliers and I'm sure 30 minutes, Taylor can get this thing all figured out. Done. Taylor, take a break. Go do that. And we're going to come back. Uh, Al, just how far would you go to prove a point? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.